Welcome to Attention Talk Radio, your ADHD information station where we help those with ADHD pay attention to attention. With your host, ADHD and attention coach, Jeff Topper. Good evening, everyone. Welcome to this edition of Attention Talk Radio. I'm your host, ADHD and attention coach, Jeff Copper. Tonight, our topic, ADHD, managing uh, creativity, insightful, and out-of-the-box thinking. With us in our virtual studio is Christine Robinson. Uh, We're going to get a little bit more, uh, talk about her and the show tonight. But before we do that, real quickly, um, some announcements. The uh, 2000. 19 annual international conference on ADHD is coming up November the 7th through the 9th um, in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Um, it's a spectacular event. Um, it's centrally located in uh, Philly, so it's easy to get to if you're in the D.C. area, New York area, even Boston area. Um, there'll be a lot of hosts of really good speakers, many of which we've had on the show, but this is a great event to go to meet other people in your tribe. Uh, there's great learning opportunities not only in the uh, keynote speakers, which all of them are really good, um, but also in the breakout sessions and in the hallways, and uh, you actually get to interact with people and talk to the speakers kind of one-on-one it's over with. So to learn more about that, you go to chadd.org um, and click on an events tab, and it'll talk all about it. Um, our show tonight is being brought to you by children and adults with attention deficit hyperactivity disorder. And in celebration of that event, we are giving away or offering to give away attention magazine in digital form. All you have to do is listen to our show. We're going to give out a secret word a couple times through the show. Uh, write that secret word down and uh, listen to another show for the secret word. Write that down and then send me an email uh, with both secret words. You can put them in the subject. You can put them in the text. I don't really care, but the address is attention at attentiontalkradio.com. And, uh, again, I'll take it forward on and we'll get you a current copy of Attention Magazine, a PDF format, and we'll get you the next uh, copy as it comes out next edition again that's uh, right down the two secret words at attention at attentiontalkradio.com uh we're actually delighted we've had a long-term relationship with uh, chad uh they're actually bringing they're sponsoring the show it's being brought to you by chad tonight we're going to run a little tip and get into the, the content so here we go time management may be a problem for some people with adhd some experts suggest a one three five approach to tackling your to-do list Indicate which of your items are big, medium, and small in terms of time, energy, and resources. Accomplish one big item, three medium items, and five small things every day. To learn more, visit chad.org. Thanks again, Chad, for uh, that that spot and your continued support. For those that are not aware, Chad is the largest not-for-profit organization that advocates on behalf of those with ADHD. We encourage all of our listeners to become members of Chad or to donate to Chad. They're the ones that collectively are going on Capitol Hill, lobbying for our community and also interacting with different regulatory agencies to kind of make sure we get our fair share, if you will. And believe it or not, legislation can be passed, but it really comes down to the definitions and the regulatory agencies, and it's really important that we're talking to them to make sure that they kind of get those the wording and stuff right so that they don't exclude people. So uh, we encourage you to, to join or donate. Chad is financially strong and uh, ADHD community with a real good voice. So again, to, to do that, go to chadd.org. Let me say that again, www.chadd.org. Okay. So I'm really happy that we're going to try to do tonight's show. I We like to pay attention to attention, and tonight's show is really uh, a unique show. Honestly, it's probably better a visual 
than it is an auditory, but not everybody uh, watches YouTube, which, by the way, if you want to get this in condensed form and a visual, all you have to do is go to YouTube and search for Attention Talk Video Methodical Insightful, and the video that will come up is uh, going to cover some of the fundamentals of the content that we're going to talk about today. Um, before I get into the content, real quickly, uh, Christine Robinson is with us. She's a certified ADHD coach and an educational consultant certified by the Federation for Children with Special Needs in Boston. Christine has um, spent over 12,000 hours coaching children, uh, teens, adults, couples, and college students. She received her bachelor's degree in psychology from Clark University and her master's in education at Fitchburg State University, graduating summa cum laude. Um, as well as having her private practice in Nashville, Tennessee. She's also is associated with the Hallowell Center in New York City, a certified teacher and master coach. She also has over 20 years of sales and management slash leadership experience. She's considered an expert in her field of ADHD, special education, advocacy work, and individual education plans. Christine uh, also has her own training program for those who would like to add ADHD coaching to their existing practice or start their own ADHD uh, coaching business, you can find more about her at addactioncoach.com. And with that, Christine, welcome to the show. Great, Jeff. Thank you so much. Great to be back. Uh, I, always, I always love having you on. We've done a lot of shows talking <laughs> about working memory. And tonight is like in one of those that I want to – we talked about working memory, about what it is. And I have an interview that I did with Dr. Russell Barkley. Uh, that really covers a lot of the theory of working memory and more of the practical stuff that you and I have covered. For those that want to listen to that um, podcast, just uh, Google Attention Talk Radio GPS. It will come up. It was a really good uh, interview. Um, but today I really want to uh, kind of talk to you, Christine, and everybody. She and I haven't talked about this at all. Um, we're going to try to put her in some experiences and you in an experience because I think it's really important because I see that there's kind of two different kind of thinking methodology. One is I call it insightful, and the other one is methodical. And what I'd like to try to do mm -hmm. is use some math problems today to work through to see if you can begin to understand the fundamental differences between those two. And then we'll talk about its impact on working memory, and then we'll talk about time management and procrastination and and hopefully the idea will illuminate this a little bit so that uh, you can see more diagnostically what's going on and then adjust some of your expectations. So um, with that, I want to just kind of kind of get started a little bit. Christine, when somebody says methodical mm -hmm. thinking, and everybody, I'm catching her off guard on this. So what, what is that to you? What, when somebody says that, what are you thinking when you think of methodical thinking? Um, to me, it's a step-by-step -step approach to a problem. Uh, you know, being analytical, uh, taking all the facts in mind and kind of attacking an issue or a problem. That, yeah, that's, that's kind of what I said. It's, it's, a, it's a set number of steps that you do. And if you, if you go through those steps, it's usually finite. You get the answer to the problem first time every time. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Yes, definitely. So... Um, did you like al you liked algebra when you were in high school and college, right? I I did. I actually did. Yeah, there's some people out there who are just like they're cringing right now over it. But you know, <laughs> when you learn algebra, <laughs> cringing over. Uh, when you learn algebra, I mean, I it, from your perspective or from my perspective, it's a very methodical thing. If you've got something and you're just solving for x, forget about something complicated where there's x y and all kinds of other factors. I mean, if you understand right. the mathematical principles. Um, 
and the order of operations, it's really pretty easy to calculate and get the value for X every single time. Am I, is that, mm-hmm. am I misrepresented? Is that, yeah. Are you with oh, me no, so far? Definitely. It's very straightforward. You just have to get the, and, the laws of deduction in there. Yeah. And what's interesting to me is let's say you have a really, really complicated mathematical problem, uh, algebraic mm-hmm. problem, right? And let's say it's got, I don't know, 100 steps in it. You know what I'm saying? And by the way, in, in algebra, typically there's a finite number of steps. You can change the order a little bit and get back to the same place. But for the most part, it's not really a trial and error process. But one of the things about methodical is if you had, let's say, an algebra problem that had 100 steps to solve for X, if you get through 50 mm-hmm. and then you have to stop and come back to it, you're kind of just coming back to a new algebra problem that just has 50 steps left. So does it make some sense that if you're doing something methodical, when you come back to it, it's really kind of easy to pick up where you left off? Oh, definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm hoping everybody kind of gets this in their, their, their framework a little bit of what this is. So now what I'd like to do is ask you to uh, – I'm going to explain this, and we're going to go to commercial break a little bit earlier because when we come back, I want to spend some time doing this. And we'll give uh, uh, Christine a little bit of time to start doing it, and then our audience can do this as well. Is I want to do a a problem, and Christine, I'm going to explain this to you, and then we can actually do it. But on a sheet of paper, what I want you to do is to put four nines with an equal side and a hundred equal sign. I mean, what, but I need space between the nines, so it's nine space nine space nine space nine space equal sign, and then one hundred. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So I'm, we're going to go to break here in a second. Everybody can put that again. Again, there's four nines with spaces between the nines, an equal sign, and the hundred. And the reason that we're going to have spaces when we come back, I'm going to ask you, Christine, to arrange those nines in a way that they equal 100. I'm asking mm-hmm. not to solve the problem or start solving the problem when we get back, but you'll be able to use addition, subtraction, multiplication, or division. And you can use parentheses. You can't add any numbers. You can't add exponents. You can't add X's or Y's. All you can do is addition, subtraction, multiplication, division, and parentheses. So with that, everybody, we're going to come back and we're going to work through this problem. Uh, It's Christine Robinson. You need to check out her website at addactioncoach.com. Our secret word tonight is box. Again, our secret word tonight is box. Um, If you're listening um, and you haven't – Find this time to go grab a sheet of paper or something. You can solve this problem with us. And with that, we'll be right back after these messages. Your life, your world, your choice. This is Attention Talk Radio. Do you worry when your child is left out? Does your child have trouble making and keeping friends? Do they act out in school? Life skills can be challenging for ADHD kids. Learn how you can be her greatest ally. Get your parenting questions answered live the first Monday of every month in a Facebook chat with former Attention Talk radio host Caroline McGuire. She's the author of the upcoming book, Why Will No One Play With Me? Go to www.carolinemaguireauthor.com to learn more. Transform lives as a professionally trained ADHD coach at the ADD Coach Academy. ADHD coaching is in demand, a calling, and a career. Learn how you can change lives by going to addca.com slash ATR. That's addca.com slash ATR. The average annual cost of attending college starts around $25,000. Students who have ADHD are at high risk of dropping out because they haven't learned the critical skills they need to succeed in school. 
Protect your investment with an EDGE Foundation coach, specifically trained to help students with ADHD and executive function challenge make the transition from high school to college. Visit edgefoundation.org to learn more or call 206-632-9497 and use promo code EDGE to get your free college success guide. Are you always late? The Time Timer is an award-winning time management solution that's helped millions of people with ADHD manage life better. As time passes, Time Timer's bright red disc disappears. Visit Timetimer.com and use the discount code ATR for 15% off. Managing ADHD is about pausing before you ponder and proceed. This opportunity to practice pausing is being brought to you by GigCoaching.com. And now, back to Attention Talk Radio. All right, everybody, we're here with Christine Robinson, and uh, we're trying to delineate the difference between methodical and insightful thinking. Before the break, we talked about out, simple algebra problem solving for X. And so now, uh, before we, the break, I framed out, Christine's got a sheet of paper, four nines mm-hmm. with spaces between <laughs> each one of them, an equal sign, and, and a 100. And so... Christine, it'd be great if you kind of talked out loud, but I'm going to ask you to try to, to range those nines with addition, subtraction, multiplication, or division. You can use all of them, none of them, whatever you want, in parentheses to equal 100. What do you think about that? You think piece of cake? Well, yeah, I thought I had it, but then I didn't. Well, the problem is I need a one somewhere, and I'm not sure where to get it because I, you know, I did like nine times nine is 81, and then plus nine, of course, is 90. But then I can't do plus nine again because that equals ninety nine. <laughs> oh my gosh, I uh-huh. shouldn't be able to do this, and I can't. I can't seem to to, to arrange the numbers. I know there's got to be an answer to this. What yeah. All right, so you try the nine times nine. <laughs> By the way, that's kind of the first thing that everybody tries. It's in, not the first thing, but most people go nine times nine plus nine plus nine. Did you try anything else? Well, like yeah, what? I was doing some division with higher numbers um but that doesn't, didn't work either um what do you mean division with higher numbers you can't do that you well, can only use the numbers well, no, on the thing well no but i was just trying to i thought of another way but that that didn't work okay <laughs> all right i'm just yeah and then i was trying to do some stuff with parentheses like nine times nine is 81 and then times nine again well you can't do that yep no that's, okay that's stuck. good that's too high I, yeah, I'm way. I'm kind of stuck now. All right. Are you going to so, tell me the answer? The, 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 <laughs> I, well, I'm going to work my way through this. So, every, this was a fifth grade extra credit math problem for my oldest oh. son when he was in fifth grade. And um, oh, no. it's funny the teacher the teacher gave this thing out, and so he could use a lifeline. He could like this is just extra credit, so he could call it to get help on these. So, um, my ex wife at the time was a math major. My father was a math major, and my brother got his. Um, doctorates in mechanical engineering so math runs long and deep right so he called everybody up and was trying to ask for help to solve this problem he ended up solving it about 15 minutes later and the other ones never solved it so here's kind of like i've done this a lot with a lot of people but i'll kind of talk to you this is like kind of a normal response i get and first is the nine times nine plus nine plus nine is 91 then the 9 plus 9 is 18 times 9, well, that's too much. So, 9 yeah, times 9 times 9, yeah. well, that's too much. Yeah. 9 plus 9 plus 9 is 27 <laughs> times 9, well, that's too much. Now, let's stop. Mm-hmm. Right. Notice that I paid attention to it one way. That didn't work. I paid attention to it a different way. That didn't work. I paid attention to another way. It didn't work. I tried to pay attention to it four different ways so far. 
Are you noticing mm-hmm. the trial and error to solve this problem? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, I would need more time to figure this out. I just can't do it in the time yeah. a lot of for sure. Well, here's the thing. Insightful thinking problems, by definition, are trial and error. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you and I, we've done some shows um, – uh, particularly on launching uh, college students where I gave you some words and you had to kind of juggle them in your mind to repeat them backwards. And notice is that I doubt that you wrote this these this out on paper. You're doing it in your working memory. So you're kind of going through the nine times nine. And then we, ultimately some, some people go nine plus nine plus nine is 36. And then they go, okay, nine times nine divided by nine. And as you start to get 12, 15 iterations you know, Christine, what's, what's interesting is you loop back around and you start redoing the ones that you already tried that you knew didn't work. Does that make any sense? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, so are you starting to see the difference between this and solving the math problem? Because by definition, this is a trial and error process, and we have no idea how long it's going to take. Make some sense? Oh, right, because this is very open-ended. This isn't your traditional math problem that someone would have studied. Well, it's, this is an insightful problem. So, right, right. An, an aha, aha for me is the sudden comprehension that takes the sudden comprehension that takes place when you pay attention to something differently. It's all of a sudden you look at it a little different, and boom, you can solve the problem. Make mm-hmm. sense? Who okay. knows how long that's going to take? So, if you <laughs> if you put a plus sign between the second and the third nine. And you put a divide sign between the third nine and the fourth nine, okay? Mm -hmm. Then all you have to do is put an open parenthesis between the multiplication and the third nine and a parenthesis, close parenthesis, after the fourth nine. And what you get is 99 plus 9 divided by 9, which is 1, which equals 1. Yeah, I was trying to get to the 1. That's what I was missing. (laughs) Yeah. Oh. So okay. here's, here's what I'm tra- – here's the point of this is when you talk about creativity and, or what I call insight or out-of-the-box thinking, solving this problem, mm-hmm. you can go around and around and around and around in circles, around and around and around in circles. Who knows right. how long this is going to take? Sometimes you, you sit down and you work this problem and you get frustrated. You go home and you wake up in the middle of the night and you go, oh, my God, if I just left two nines together, I could solve the problem. Or maybe you're getting out of the shower, mm-hmm. or maybe you're talking to somebody. But my point really is insightful thinking problems require trial and error, and often you're trying to look at it differently. And when you do, oh, if I just leave those nines together, it's very easy to solve the problem. That's kind of like that aha moment. Does this make some sense? Yeah. Oh, definitely. So you can see how running these simulations in your mind is taxing your working memory. You can see how you'll forget um, simulations that you've done, and you'll come back to them again, and you go around and around and around. And this starts to sound sometimes like ruminating on a problem. This also starts to sound a lot to me like a lot of people with ADHD when they've got a problem at work, and they're dealing with a people problem, and they're trying to figure out how to confront their boss or to confront an employee, or to confront somebody they're dating, and they're trying to figure out the right way to explain it so the other person will get it and not get mad at them. Do you see that correlation of trying to go through this process 
to what's the aha? Oh my God! If I just do it this way, it solves the problem. Does this make sense? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So here's the thing: solving this problem. I just went to because this is—is is this a math problem? Is it a creative problem? I would say it's—it looks like a math problem, but it's really a creative problem. It's like doing Sudoku puzzles. It's like doing crossword well, yeah. puzzles. I- I was just going to say that, Jeff. I play this um, this game. It's, it's like a crossword puzzle, but different. And oftentimes, I'll just get stuck. And I'm like, if I put yep. this down for five minutes, I know I'll, go, I'll get it. And then I look at it, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, that's the word. You know, and we yeah, all exactly. to a certain degree. Mm-hmm. I'm so glad that you said that because here's the deal is when we have to sit down and write an email to somebody to persuade them or we've got to do something – in that moment where it comes to you, we time how long something's going to take from the time we had the aha to execute it. But a lot of times there's hours, days, and weeks before you get that aha that people don't account for. So here's what I'm going to do. I want you to think about that a little bit because everybody, we talked at the beginning of the show about methodical thinking. Right now I just gave you an insightful problem to hopefully begin to see it. We're going to come back, and I'm going to start talking about how this starts to show up and manifest with time management problems, procrastination problems, and all kinds of stuff. So before we go to break, everyone, our secret word tonight is box. Again, our secret word tonight is box, and you need to go to uh, Christine's website at ADHDactioncoach.com to to check her out and what she's all about. And With that, we'll be right back after these messages. You're listening to Attention Talk Radio. We'll return in a moment. Your life, your world, your choice. This is Attention Talk Radio. Change your life by learning more about managing ADHD. Other places give you a few tips. The ADD Coach Academy will change your life. To find out more, go to addca.com slash ATR. That's addca.com slash ATR. Are you always late? The Time Timer is an award-winning time management solution that's helped millions of people with ADHD manage life better. As time passes, Time Timer's bright red disc disappears. Visit Timetimer.com and use the discount code ATR for 15% off. You can't go off to college with them, but we can. Visit EdgeFoundation.org to learn more how an EDGE coach can help your student reach their full potential. You can also call 206-632-9497 and use promo code EDGE and get a free college success guide. Could hiring an attention coach really help you move forward? (laughs) Does a child get wet when they dive into a swimming pool? You can get started moving forward today. Just call Dig Coaching Practice at 813-837-8084 and schedule a free consultation. Tell us you heard about us on Attention Talk Radio and get 50% off your discovery session. For more information, visit digcoaching.com. Don't delay, do it today. And now, back to Attention Talk Radio. Everybody, welcome back. We're having a great conversation with Christine, and today she's uh, she's been game to kind of let me put her in experience that I hope that you guys have done um, and I'm hoping you're witnessing in your mind the difference between methodical thinking and insightful thinking. Uh, one of the things that I want you to really take away is ADHD is very much a, a self-regulation issue with a working memory deficit. We've, Christine and I have done a couple shows on that. Just like Google Attention Talk Radio and Christine Robinson, and most of them will come up. I also did a show with Dr. Russell Barkley. Uh, just Google Attention Talk Radio GPS. Um, Christine, I think the key really is to see that there's differences between these two thinking methodologies. And notice that 
when you were going through the problems, most people don't write all that stuff out. They're using their working memory. They're running through simulations in their mind over and over. And if you go through maybe 5, 10, 15, you start to forget the ones that you've done before, and you go back through them again. And so you start to go around in circles, around in circles. And so that manifests often as worry and or anxiety. But I'm going to come back to that in a second. Earlier, we talked about methodical. If you had that 100-step algebra problem, if you get halfway through, right, and you leave and you come back to it, you just pick up with a 50-step algebra problem. Notice what the Mm -hmm. insightful thinking problem is you leave and you come back. Now, sometimes just looking at it different, there's a lot of coaching techniques. A lot of times you actually have to start over again. So let's say you spend 30 minutes it's not like you come back and you can pick up where you left off. Often you, because of working memory, you've forgotten what you've done, and you literally go forget. You literally start again from the beginning. It's very frustrating when you have to come and keep starting over and over because of that. This is like an all-or-nothing type deal. Does this make some sense for you why if you're trying to, to think about solving an insightful problem in a methodical way – how it doesn't you can't apply that paradigm or those rules to this type of problem. Does this make some sense so far? Oh, definitely. And this applies to so many things that we're probably gonna just talk about now. <laughs> and, and, just in and, life. And, and so 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 just a few things is one, it's an all or nothing thing. So if you if you start working on it, you leave and you come back, often you've got to start back at the beginning. The other thing too is you don't know how long it's going to take. And, I, you know, you worked a lot more with college students than I do, but as I, when I'm working with college students, I say 90, 80% of the effort is in the idea and trying to figure all that out. Because if you come up with – if you can figure out the aha in terms of the topic that you're going to cover and the angle that you're going to do, do it in, writing the paper is actually kind of downhill from there. But I find so often that people with ADHD, they go out and they do a whole bunch of research, and they got a bunch of eclectic ideas, and they've spread them out the night before, and they're trying to go through and make sense of how do I put this stuff together, and it's a trial and error basis, a trial and error basis, and it, it doesn't really click with them. Sometimes it does last second, but that's that search, and I'm like, you, you, gotta, you have to grab that earlier, and, and by the way, when you're going through the trial and error process, brainstorming with people really facilitates this. It's, it's, it's like it really accelerates it. But people don't realize that you have to plan time to daydream to run through the trial and error process. And if you really look at the total amount of time it takes to maybe do a paper, a lot of it is insightful, mm-hmm. but it's invisible because you're daydreaming. It's not necess- You don't feel productive if you're the library just looking at words or research trying to, to move it around to figure out how it makes some sense. Is this, is this resonate with you? Can you see this and, 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 it, oh, and relate to definitely, Jeff. Uh, Yeah, I mean, they have to synthesize the information. So oftentimes I'll work with a student who has, like, if, if it's a bigger paper, dozens of pages of notes or typewritten notes, and they have to put it together, and that's when kind of that creative process starts. So we have to get them from the place of kind of being stuck as to how to initiate and, and, you know, have the first opening or the thesis of the paper and get them to the finish line. So so that thesis is a process. Mm -hmm. Exactly. That thesis is, so going back to the the four nines, how do I pay attention to it, right? Do I pay it? Like most people get, I have to say you put spaces between those. Oh, if I pay attention to the fact that I don't have to put something between two, aha, it's really 
easy. But when you're doing a thesis, how do I, on a trial and error basis, how do I come up with that question, that hypothesis where it all begins to fall into place? And initiation is one of those things is, is if it's ambiguous and you don't really know how long it's going to take, it's difficult. So let's just think about this. Let's say hypothetically, Christine, that, that this problem, you kept sitting down to try to solve it in 30-minute blocks, and you kept having like class you had to go to. So you'd sit down, you'd spend 30, 30 minutes, you'd come back. And you didn't solve it. 30 minutes didn't solve it. As you do that four, five, six times, you get a little frustrated because you feel like you've wasted a lot of time because you don't have anything to mm -hmm. show for it. But at the end of the day, it's a part of the process. And from a working memory right. perspective, sometimes you have to have that afternoon where you're just talking to a professor or talking to a friend. And I find a lot of times is that students get these things. It's last minute. They go talk to their professor for help or a tutor, or a friend, and that talking process often leads to that aha that kind of gets them going. But again, this is like the elephant in the room a lot of times because this thing that has you have to do, people discount it, and they have a hard time initiating because they've tried it before and they didn't get anywhere. It's really taxing on your working memory, and you'd really rather go watch Netflix on some of this stuff. Yeah, especially the students that I've worked with that have a writing, really like a writing anxiety, writing block, I instruct them to go to the professor immediately when something is assigned. You know, say like a five to ten yep. page paper, because just talking that through will bring down their anxiety. They'll see possibilities of topics, you know, of those thesis statements. And they'll feel so much better because it's not, they're not walking into that unknown Translation is the professor says, oh, yeah, you, you, know, you don't have to, have to put anything between two nines. Oh, all mm -hmm. of a sudden, make some sense? So exactly. I'm going to take this thing. Same thing that we've talked about. We're, the same thing is I've coached so many people. They're struggling with emails in their inbox. Mm -hmm. And I go, here's the deal. You'll notice is that you have different kinds of emails. Some of them are like, yes, I got this. Attach it. Send it. All those are very methodical. Boom, boom, boom. You know, the emails – that people struggle with. They say, I need help organizing my emails. I'm like, no, 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 no. I think that you actually have trouble organizing your thoughts to respond to emails that require insight. So trying to convince you of something, Christine, or, or persuade you to something, I don't know. What's my argument? I can say, well, there's a glass. I could say the glass half full. Or I could say the glass half empty. Or I could say it's just a half a glass of water. Or I could say the, the density is half the volume. All of these are trial and error ways of, of describing the exact same thing, but I want you to, to buy into it. This is a trial and error process, and I find that people with ADHD, when they come to me and they want coaching, it's not on the emails. It's actually helping them understand that the e – when they have the aha and they write the email to persuade somebody, it only takes a couple minutes. But the 50 iterations it took for them to get there, that's the part that they don't think about. And that's the part that takes a really long time. And just managing your emails doesn't solve that problem. Does this make some sense? I mean, is this? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. It's, it's almost when you think about it, it's the commitment to the process. So they have to commit and decide what, what to delete because I've had that um, issue, you know, with many adult clients as well as students. You know, oh, should I just delete all this? Am I ever going to need it again? So when we talk through it and, you know, they don't need it, they feel great. And they just yep. get rid of, you know, 10,000 emails or whatever. So it is that commitment to the process and knowing that 
and, and feeling that they're on the right path. So one is the commitment emails, but the other one too is, like I said, what do I do with it? How do I respond to it? And what oh, do I uh, say? The words that go into that. And when you take a look at that, again, that's not an email issue. It's a working mm-hmm. memory and an insight issue. And what I find is most people with ADHD are oblivious to this, so they don't even know how to manage that process. And one of the best ways to manage it is really to go talk to somebody and brainstorm with it. Because if I've got to confront you over something, I can go talk to somebody, I think I should do this. No, no, no. How about this? Have, oh, oh, yeah. Like, I think she'll buy into that. Then I have the aha, or I can leave the, four, the two nines together. <laughs> then I can sit down and do the email. But most people will just sit at their desk, and, and it won't happen, and they'll go do other things, and they'll beat themselves up. And I'm like, no, you're not managing the creativity side. If you acknowledge it – by the way, I can't make it methodical, but I can facilitate it by helping you think and go talk to other people. Because if you say this is a – crossword puzzle and I'm getting frustrated, I need to put it down and come back to it later. Sometimes that's the best thing that you can do because when you come back to you'll see it differently and then you get the aha, I can leave two nines together and solve the problem. So go ahead. Oh yeah. I mean it's it's like this with, with so many students that I've worked with over the years. I mean as soon as they write that first page, you know, or or if, some, or if an employee is having trouble with their employer and they're not sure exactly how to address it, if we talk through it step by step and say, you know, you could do this or that, you know, we kind of go through the options. Because if we don't do that, sometimes it just ends up to be, you know, no action. There's no yep. action taken. Yep. It's ignored. Yep. Or the paper's not yep. written, you know. Yep. So. We're going to pull this thing together. The idea today is mm-hmm. solving for X, finite number of steps. You can predict how long it's going to take. It's really, really easy to schedule. It makes some sense. Insightful thinking is a trial and error process. You cannot predict how long it's going to take by definition. And too often I find people using methodical rules to manage insightful things. No, you can't say I'm going to have an aha tomorrow at 10 o'clock. It doesn't work like that. <laughs> now, if you begin to understand this, it, that, this is an epicenter of procrastination is because, oh, it's going to take me longer. I'm not doing it. If you don't recognize the process, it becomes an issue. It, be, it can become a time management thing because you're sitting there and you feel like you're getting close to something and you're oblivious to time because your brain is so into it, you kind of keep going. Um, there's so much to this, and my issue really is is if you have ADHD and you stop and you, if you know that and you begin to manage the process a little bit better, it can make a lot of sense and make your life a heck of a lot easier. Now, today really wasn't solution-based type stuff, but more awareness. Oh, 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 I forgot the other thing too is so many executives, Christine, that I talk to and so many students, particularly in relationship problems, when they're going to bed at night, if, they're, if they really stop and pay attention – their mind is grinding. Their working memory is going through trial and error, trial and error process of trying to solve a problem. Mm-hmm. Whether it's Definitely. how do I face this person, how do I face that person, and sometimes the best thing that you can do is go talk it out with somebody. Say, what do you think about this and what do you think about that? There's a lot of people with ADHD that come home. They're, they're, they have ADHD, and they're talking their spouse's ear off because they're trying to solve problems at work, and they can't be present mm-hmm. until they get that. So it becomes a sleep issue at this point in time. Because your mind can't stop because it's running through the simulations because you're trying to come up with the insight. And if you recognize this and begin to step out and say, I need to brainstorm, I need to do different things to resolve that process, 
It doesn't mean that you're going to solve it, but I can tell you if you're just sitting there in your mind running it, what's going to happen is over time that becomes worry, which manifests as anxiety, and that shows up as emotion. And then when you're dealing with that emotional state, you kind of work, can't work your way backwards. The issue really is to recognize this in your head and begin to manage it. So, a simple wider approach is just doing the pros and cons of a situation. I mean, I know yep. that sounds super simple, but it's a great yep. way to start, and it's a great way to, you know, come to one of us and really go through those pros and cons. Because I always find as soon as one of my clients um, starts writing that list, they immediately see better, they have more perspective, and their worry starts to go down almost immediately. And just and just processing the options with another person is is, is yeah, invaluable, so, really. Yeah. So I'm gonna tell. I'm gonna, I'm gonna pull, I say brainstorm time. This is a true story. A couple of years ago, I'm going through a divorce. At the time, my son was 15. I ran two complicated carpools. One was soccer, and one was for school. I needed eight seat belts for both carpools. I had a Toyota Sequoia. It was 15 years old. It had a quarter million miles on it. And this, those leather seats on the driver's side were so worn out, they were cracking, ripping my – tearing my pantsuits. So I had a problem. And so I go into a discount auto parts, and I walk in and get a seat cover, and it's this thing. It's a one-size-fits-all, and it, it's – I'm wrestling with it. It's, it's, it's not staying on. It's a mess. It's really, really not working. I'm getting frustrated. Mm-hmm. I go get, get a quote to have them reupholstered. They're $900 each. The car's only probably worth $2,500. Now, understand in a year from now, my son is going to be driving, and I won't have to run carpool. So I just need this car for a year, and I don't need, I don't need eight seatbelts to run this carpool anymore, <laughs> so I'm frustrated. I've got problem, and that is I keep tearing my seat pants, right? Wrestle with mm-hmm. this seat cover that's really not an option or spend $900, which I really don't want to do. I'm stuck. I'm, I'm going around and around. This goes back to that. That problem, the four nines, right? Nine times mm-hmm. nine. I'm going through Like I'm not thinking. I'm stuck. I'm stuck. I'm stuck. One day I'm out with a friend, and I'm bitching about it. And mm-hmm. off the cuff, they said, too bad you can't get something like that in a garage sale. Now, we didn't sit down and say brainstorm, but this is how the brainstorming process works. So sometimes I'm talking. I'll say, hey, there's another idea. Sometimes the other person will say, why don't you try to do it like this? But then there's this other thing because when that person said garage sale, Christine, do you have any idea what that triggered in my mind? A junkyard. Junkyard. Yes. And do you know if you Google mm-hmm. junkyard in Tampa, on one of them on the homepage, you can put down 2003 Sequoia, can, and they're $126. Now, here's my, here's my point. Related, that's an insightful thing. I'm trying to problem solve, right? And I'm trying to come with something that's out of the box, something that's creative, something that's insight. I'm stuck. I'm doing round and round and round and round. I need somebody to give me the, the leave the two nines together, but I'm not. I'm struggling. So I'm talking with somebody, and they just they're just throw out a word, um, garage sale, and all of a sudden I get junkyard. I got my aha, and boom, I got a solution I never had before. My point in this stuff is, people, that's what brainstorming is all about. And I, I don't know about you, Christine. I coach a lot of people that used to work in work environments, and there was ahas like that that took place when you're at the water cooler. Mm-hmm. And when you're by yourself at home, you're not talking out loud, and it comes a heck of a lot slower. So in summary, really, the idea of the show is really to kind of use math so you guys can see the difference in the process 
Understand that you have to manage those processes differently because if you use methodical thinking to an insightful problem like I'm going to schedule this tomorrow and solve it in 30 minutes, and you, it, it's a trial and error, it's not going to work. So if you begin to understand it, A, it can downregulate your emotions, and it can put you in a position to better manage it. And, and, and talking out loud with somebody and brainstorming often can be very helpful. You had said working with somebody, just getting students to get things on paper. Again, let's just get the ideas out. Let's get them down. Let's get this process started. It's laborious, but if we start to do that and we quit trying to do it inside our head, particularly if you have ADHD, that's the ticket. That's actually how you move forward. So mm-hmm. any final comments before we wrap it up? Well, that's what I always say to my clients. Um, you know, I, I ask them often, what does organization, what does that word mean to you? And what it means to me is less stress. And so you're talking about organizing your mind in a way that will result really in, in less stress and anxiety and worry. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> so I hope everybody, this is a little bit difficult show. Again, if you want to go watch this, I've got a YouTube video on it, attention taught video, insight methodical. Again, if you do that within YouTube, you can see the similar type stuff just with a, with a, um, with a grease board. And so uh, I hope this is giving you pause to recognize there's a difference between these two things and help you begin to think about problem solving and managing differently. So with that, Christine, thank you so much for coming on the show. Uh, thank you, Jeff. Always, always a pleasure. Everyone, we hope you've enjoyed this edition of Attention Talk Radio. Tune in next week. We'll have another show. Take care.